Welcome back to the Saving Canada podcast. I'm your host, Bartholomew Crenshaw. Just going to do a quick rundown, well, as quick as I can make it, of the Alberta election. Now that we got the results in, Danielle Smith and the United Conservative Party have managed to hold on to a majority. But while all these people are celebrating the election victory, there's still, just like in a lot of other elections that we've been following, um, despite the win... It shouldn't have been close. And this happened with Pierre Polyev when he got elected to lead the federal conservative party. We tracked a bunch of strange anomalies in the voting there. And when Jason Kenney was facing his leadership, uh, essentially no, no confidence vote, he was caught red-handed cheating by buying thousands and thousands of votes on, I think it was 12 credit cards. And... Danielle Smith's election as leader had some weird anomalies, too, that we followed and was way closer than it should have been, we thought. And here we are again. The Alberta election is not this the crazy victory that it should have been. And I'm, so I'm going to go through why. But number one, one of the things we've been following on the show is, as we always say, people are leaving the left to go to the right and that's the only direction anybody's going nobody's getting convinced to go over to the crazy liberals from the conservative side okay that's number one and so here it's it's happened in italy hungary sweden netherlands and now it's happened in spain here's a little clip from steve turley just talking about Steve, and we've got some amazing news coming out of Europe, particularly from the nation of Spain. The ruling Socialist Party just got hammered in their regional elections over the weekend. They suffered a considerable blow, losing 11 out of their 22 big city mayor races, as well as scores of seats in Parliament. Two right-wing parties triumphed, the center-right Podemos. Or Okay, so that's all I need to show there. But yeah, you see what's happening. And there is zero reason why any analysis, anybody should think that Alberta, when the rest of the world is going to the right, that Alberta would go further left. Now, I'm going to show you for some people who have been thinking, oh, well, hey, the the conservatives won. And you've been saying that they're going to be cheating with these machines. And well, what happened? You know, Uh, and. Here's, here's what I was actually saying just last episode, uh, just to show. I, I wasn't saying that the NDP was going to win because they're cheating. I was actually saying, and have been for quite a few episodes, quite some time, that it should be that the Conservatives have such a huge lead that despite the cheating the NDP is going to do, that the Conservatives' party is still going to win. Danielle Smith is still going to win. So here's me saying that. And, yeah, Danielle and there's Smith, way more people awake from that point yeah. to now. So... It makes zero sense for the race to even be close, in my estimation, which means the only possible way for the NDP to win, and you guys feel free to disagree, would be an extraordinary amount of cheating facilitated by the vote anywhere that they put in so that people can vote no matter where they are in Alberta. Then they can collect all these votes, put them in the electronic tabulators, which we know are a massive security threat, and then the NDP just getting a whole bunch of fake votes, essentially. Flipping votes, that's the kind of stuff these machines can do. So that that's the concern. We'll see how it goes. Uh, again, I've been saying for the last few episodes, it should just be that the UCP has such a huge 
lead that there's not much that the NDP can do. Okay, so I'll pause that there. So that's what I was saying. There is a concern that the they would be flipping votes, but they couldn't do it enough that they were going to win the election. That's what, That was my position, and that's what I think has happened. So I fortunately, back in episode 205, titled Daniel Smith Walking Right Into NDP Election Steal, I actually laid out what this would probably look like if we did see it happen. So check it out. And, and here's the thing, too. All the, all the cheating, for the most part, is probably going to be done in Edmonton and Calgary, where they have the mass populations where they can move huge amounts of votes under virtually no scrutiny because Alberta is under the impression that they have way more NDP voters in Edmonton and Calgary than any logical analysis would probably show. Okay, so I said even back then that we should be looking at Edmonton and Calgary for where they're going to be cheating. Right. Okay. Well, now let's take a look at the Alberta election results. Here is setting the stage. This is Calgary. Okay. This is Calgary after the 2019 election. All right. All blue except for three. Now, people can say a lot of things can change, but the massive victory in the 2019 election gave the UCP 63 seats and the NDP only 24. And who was this massive backlash against? Rachel Notley. Rachel Notley is the one that all of Alberta voted against. And it was in huge numbers. Check this out. Okay. We've got Calgary Glenmore in 2019. Whitney Isaac, 14,000 votes. 14,500 to the NDP's 8,300. That is a massive slaughter of a victory in Glenmore South, in Calgary. Well, why don't we take a look at what Calgary looks like today after the 2023 election, which is, again, a vote on Rachel Notley, so nothing's changed there, and take a look at what happened in Calgary-Glenmore. 30 votes. The NDP has won Calgary-Glenmore by 30 votes. They have increased the amount of votes that the NDP got by, like, what? what is that, 4,000? Like, 50%. Am I, am I seeing this right? Yeah, they go from 8,000 to 12,000. They've increased the amount of votes that the NDP has received by 50% in Glenmore South. And Whitney Isaac gets 12,000, as versus her previous 14,000. That 4,000 votes swing. Are, are you going to tell me that that many more people like Rachel Notley now, all of a sudden? It, it, it seems wild. And then just right next door, take a look at this. Calgary Acadia. Tyler Shandro. Oh, look at that. Virtually the same margin of victory. 12,600 votes Tyler Shandro won in 2019 versus the 8,000 votes that the NDP managed to get with Kate Andrews. That's 2019. And now voting for the exact same person to be premier that there was this massive conservative backlash against in 2019. Let's take a look at Acadia South. And by the way, both of these flipped late at night, like in the last batch of votes. Look at that. Diana Batten ends up beating, beating Tyler Shandro 
by seven votes. So while everybody is cheering that the NDP didn't do the steal, how in the world do we go from a 2019 backlash against Rachel Notley, where Kate Andrews, in the in the riding right next door to Calgary Glenmore, where they increased the amount of votes by 4,000. Now, Diana Batten increases the amount of votes she collects by nearly 3,000. And it happens to be seven votes ahead of the conservative, who stays relatively the same. Well, Tyler Shandro has apparently dropped 12,600 to 11,000. And like I was saying, so these machines are capable of flipping votes from one person to another. There's no way in, in my mind that with the entire population of the Western world going from left to right, like you, you look at Trudeau's approval polls drop. Everybody that's on the left, all of their approval ratings are dropping. The conservative right is rising everywhere in the world. Except Alberta. And by these numbers, I mean, we're talking huge swing here. In those two Calgary ridings. All right. And and so here's here's what I'm talking about. So numbers for Chestermere, 15,500 in 2019. And we check Chestermere. Oh, look at that. 15,000 to 5,000. 2023. Nothing changed. Conservatives are still conservatives there. So what I was saying was, look, look, Calgary Elbow is going to be another weird one. These ones are all slim margins of victory. So Calgary Elbow up by a couple hundred this time around. And let's check 2019 for Calgary Elbow. Here's Calgary Elbow 2019. You got 11,000 votes conservative, 5,800 for NDP. To get the amount of votes... For Calgary Elbow that we have in 2023, every single person who voted Alberta Party would would then have to go vote NDP. So anyway, yeah, you guys can click around, compare the 2019 Alberta election results, which I reiterate was a backlash against Rachel Notley. So it's extraordinarily relevant. And then all of a sudden, what Calgary loves Rachel Notley. Like these numbers, these 2019 numbers are against Rachel Notley. They still are. Look at that. Calgary Foothills, 12,000 versus 7,000 against Rachel Notley. Calgary Edgemont, 13,000 versus 8,000 against Rachel Notley. So for those people who think that there's no rigging going on here, look, that's Foothills now, is NDP. A massive swing, like like 25% from conservative over to NDP? Impossible. You will never convince me that this could happen naturally. You can never convince me that because of what happened with COVID, all of a sudden conservatives all turned over to NDP. It's just impossible. So, yeah, you guys can continue to click around, but... Here's where there was shuffling stuff. And Edmonton went 100% this time. Edmonton went from this over to... All all these went orange as well. So they were doing the cheating in the cities, just like I I was saying, in my view. Now, people can think, for some reason, 
that maybe a ton of conservative voters went over to NDP somehow when everything is, is against these leftists? No. So everybody in Calgary for the United Conservative Party who has lost one of these ridings, this should have been an absolute blowout in my mind. Even Banff. Even Banff. The Conservative Party was ahead until like the last one or two batches of votes. So I would demand an audit if you lost in one of these ridings that was a big victory in 2019. Simple as that. That's where you're going to have to look. And here's the reason that they couldn't do it, like, spread it all over the province. Why? Because look at these numbers. Conservative Party, 16,000 to 6,000 in rural Alberta. You can't do it there. There's So they have to pack it into Calgary because last election, they already had all the Edmonton ridings except for three. So the only place that the NDP could make gains was Calgary. So that's why you do all your cheating in Calgary. And in the last couple batches of votes, I was up watching till the end. In the last couple batches of votes in Calgary, it was projected that the Conservative Party was going to have 54 seats to the NDP's 33. And the last couple batches of votes came in, took about, say, 20 minutes, 20 or 30 minutes. And then all of a sudden, the NDP took back a bunch of seats. So there's weird shenanigans, I'm telling you. So just because the Conservatives won doesn't mean that the NDP didn't do their cheating. So these guys, I would say, all need to be audited. Especially Calgary, Calgary, Glenmore, and Acadia. There's quite a few other ones. Calgary, Foothills. Like, there's so many that were massively lopsided against Notley in 2019 that are now orange for some reason. So that is what to look for. If you are part of the United Conservative Party and you have watched this election, you see the close races, go for the full audit, check the vote anywhere votes. You have to match up the addresses, the signatures that actual voters like they need to be called if they're real votes. Like we need to catch these people red handed fixing this. I, and that's this is the way to do it. And especially if you have an excuse like um, Calgary, Acadia, where Tyler Shandro loses by seven votes, I'm pretty sure that's a great place to do a full audit. Full audit. This has been the Saving Canada podcast, Alberta election update. Let me know in the comments below if you think that the NDP might have pulled shenanigans to grab a bunch of seats in Calgary. I'm Bartholomew Crenshaw, signing off.